Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, as Bill Michaels would say, how we looking, Milwaukee or Wisconsin, actually. Uh, actually, our, our show here is aired all throughout the world on the World Wide Web. Bill's probably the only person at the station up at this hour on a Saturday. He's yeah. the hardest working guy I know. I think this is when he gets out and he rides his bike a little bit. He said yeah. he listens to the show, though. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, I, offer, I said to Bill, geez, that, that's a number of years ago because he's into bass fishing where I, at least – when he had time to do some bass fishing. Right. And I said, you know, Bill, whenever you want to go, just give me a buzz. Yeah. He's got the boat. I don't anymore. Yeah, so. he brings the boat. You bring the, the experience, cooler? The experience and knowledge and take him to the right place. Anyway, <laughs> folks, you are listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, where, you come to, where we come to you every Saturday morning from uh, 6 to 8 a.m. with uh, Danny Bush and myself, Tommy the True Neubauer, and Ryan Horvat as our producer. And uh, speaking of Midwestern Shooter Supply, just want to let everybody know, we're going to remind you every week that the Midwestern Shooter Supply's 10th Annual Fall Fest will be August 17th and 18th, 8 a.m. to midnight, those two days. All kinds of stuff going on there, you know, raffles, uh, best prices of the year at their shop, and of course... Uh, the, the, you can buy buy guns, you know, on raffles that they have. They they got like a rummage sale going on. They got lots of food. They got live bands. They got a, thousands of people out there. It's a lot of fun. It's a it's like one of those. It's a larger than normal church bazaar. <laughs> kind of like a larger than, than normal, normal church, church bazaar. Have you have you gone to those, Danny? The church what? festivals when local churches have them. Uh, I always, I didn't do it this year. I, I swing by on Capitol to St. Dominic and buy yeah ten bucks by a cut, try and win, rent, win a Mustang every yeah. year, and I yeah. don't want a god dang thing. Yeah, they always got that car uh, out that, there. That car yeah. out there, and yeah. I think, boy, would I like to win that car. And this oh. year, I didn't get there to buy the uh, tickets in time. You know what I saw in front of my neighbor's house this past uh, a couple days ago moose a guy pulled up somebody that knew my neighbor okay pulls up with an excalibur and the fella has two of them 
An Excalibur? Excalibur. It's a vehicle. It's Is that a, like a foreign vehicle? Yeah, it's a very, very Isn't fancy. Isn't there like a wax named after? No, it's it's called like an Excalibur. Excalibur. It, it, it looks, I mean, it looks like an old roadster, but longer. I don't know. It's got like like sixteen uh, cylinder engine or twelve cylinder engine. So it's and an old antique it's, vehicle. Yeah, they're old, but they still make them. I, still I think, make them. I think they still make Excaliburs. I think so. But they're when you see it, and of course, it's a convertible. Got to be it had the top down, and it's just. You you if you saw it on the road you go wow what is that you know they're 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 not cheap either from what I understand. Speaking of vehicles, you know, it's really true that old guys like to buy Corvettes. You know, the old yeah. rich guys like to get the Corvettes. I drive right. ride my bike up by the golf course up there, Negawiki Golf yeah. Course, and I was looking in the parking lot, and there's always vets. You know, mm. these old guys golfing. You know, I guess when you're old and rich and successful, retired, you you buy the Corvette. I don't know. I've got, buy a hot rod. Got no use for one. You gonna buy a Corvette soon? No way. No. No, I got no use You'd for one. You look good in a Corvette. No, no, I could hurt. Could, I couldn't get in and out of the damn with, things. You know, they're too low to the ground. You got to roll into them. <laughs> you wanted me to do something after seven. Cause, yeah, because uh, Joe is listening. Yeah, Ryan, can you, you ever play watch, the X Files? You ever hear the X Files where he goes do 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 yeah. do? I did, that. I did that beautifully, didn't I? Yeah. You know what I mean? When I, it was I, didn't know, I actually didn't know until you gave me that little yeah. look. <laughs> Good. I knew I'd kind of jar your memory there. Yeah. Uh, it's Ryan and Mulder and... Uh... Mulder and Scully. 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 Yeah. Is it Mulder and Scully? Mulder and Scully, yeah. Which one was Mulder and which was Scully? Guy Mulder was, Mulder, was the guy. Yep. The Coveney. Yeah. And Scully. Jillian Anderson, I believe, yep. right? Mm, yep, that's right. Mulder and Scully. Duchovny is a, a weird dude, but I like him. What's yeah. that? He's a weird... Oh, yeah, D- Dakovi. That's the ant- actor, right? Yeah. Is he a weird dude? Is he a Scientologist like Cruz and uh, no, he's, and Travolta? He's, uh, those are weird dudes. He's one of those guys. He's really into women, and so he claims it's an addiction kind what's of guy. So, yeah. What's so weird about it's, that? It's nothing. Like, no, that's I'd why say I, if he wasn't like, that way, he'd be weird. Every, I think we're all yeah, that it's way. The ones, yeah, it's every, the ones that aren't that I think are weird. Yeah, every... every you know, guy is. We don't all know. have to go to rehab for yeah. it. But. Oh, he went to women rehab. <laughs> oh, yeah, something like that. Sexual, uh, sexual well, rehab. Yeah. Actually, Only guys that do that, right? He was, are the ones who get in trouble for stuff. <laughs> that's right. Then they saying. go, "Yep, oh geez, I got, I got an addiction. I, I gotta got go problem. to rehab. I got a problem. <laughs> if if, if they never got caught or in trouble, they'd be continuing on, no problem. Right? That's it's like right. when a pro athlete gets caught doing something. It's like, okay, we we know doing, you'll be doing it again. Well, you know, and they always say they're sorry and what they're. Sorry oh, for sorry. is that they got caught. Exactly. That's why they feel sorry because they got caught. Sounds like my mother, actually. So okay, I'm okay. <laughs> really excited for this story because you kind of left us on the edge. I, That's you, why Joe Joe can't couldn't sleep all week. Oh jeez, poor Here Joe. <clears throat> Here we go. Here's Tom right, Bauer. I'm going to make it short and sweet from the fishing crypt. Now there were two stories. I'll make them both short and sweet. Tale one from the fishing crypt. Yeah. Take one. I'm on uh, Lake Beulah with a friend of mine. We're night fishing. We're out at night. And we're in this bay, and somebody's got a yard light on, okay? Now, when I was growing up, I used to like uh, the old horror movies. And one of my favorite ones, scary ones, when I was a kid was Creature from the Black Lagoon. Remember that one? Creature from the Black Lagoon. Never saw it, but I heard about it. Yeah, scary one. Well, anyway, so it it was a man-fish type creature, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I saw it. I remember that now, yeah. 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 So anyway, we're in this bay, and this one house behind us had uh, some type of floodlight yard light on. So it cast a shadow, unbeknownst to me. I'm not even thinking about it. I'm fishing. 
and I happened to look up towards the shore, which was a little ways away, and I saw, saw this person waist deep in the water. Big person. Bigger than normal. Like, this is not normal person. This ain't a human being, you know. Bigger than normal, waist deep in the water. And I went, oh, my. And I said to my buddy, I said, hey, hey, look at that over there. What is that? What is that? And he said to me, wave to it. Maybe it'll wave back. So like an idiot, I put my hand up, and it did wave back. It was my shadow. Ah. <laughs> I thought it was a person over there. But it was it, it, it was it was like really weird but at first. I you was, know? I was no. excited because I had a real-life uh, experience like two months ago. Yeah. You I got wanted, a scary story, too? Oh, oh. It's, I wanted to tell it, and so I was supposed to go on with the morning guys. And then, well, well, tell us we're going to get it right now. Tell we'll get right to now. Tom's story after. We yeah. got all kinds of scary stories. All right. So this one's really weird. So I cut cable uh, to save myself some money, and I got the, it's called uh, Apple TV. So I watch my TV off DirecTV right. now. So rather than pay for all the sports packages, like 140 bucks yeah. a month, I just pay $10. Okay. So it's nice. Shrewd. So I like to sleep with the TV on. I have a four-year-old son and then my wife. Unfortunately, all three of us sleep in our bed still. My four-year-old sleeps right in the middle. Oh, geez. Gotcha. It's a lot of fun going out at the Horvath house. I suppose. But no so. More, no more brother or sister coming down the pipeline. Anymore. One night. <laughs> that's actually a good thing. One night. I work in radio. So one night I uh, left the TV on. We all fall asleep. And I wake up. And uh, we, we, let, we put like Seinfeld on or something to fall asleep to mm-hmm. or the office, you know. And I uh, wake up. And there's like a church song going on. And I swear to God that this is a true story. And my wife could even vouch for this. If she's awake, I'll have her call in. And um, it's like, sleep peacefully, and like these weird lyrics. And I'm like, coming to a little bit, you know? And I'm like, is this a dream, you know? And I'm looking around, and and it's not a dream. I'm pinching myself, literally. So I look over to my wife to be like, what the hell is going on, you know? And she is singing the words to the song. Your wife is mouthing it? She's mouthing the words out to this song, like, rest peacefully, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, maybe like this is a song on her Apple Music or something, and she put it on to help fall asleep. And so I wake her up, but she's not like fully awake. So I'm like, Amanda, Amanda. And I startle her and she like jumps like 50 feet in the air. She's like, What are you, what are you doing? You know? And I said, Did you turn this on? What is this song? And she goes, No, I've never heard this song in my life. So we're like, what is this? Cause then the lyrics are like kind of creepy. It's about, like I said, resting peacefully. So you'd to get rid of it. So like, it's coming over the my TV. TV. Is it, there anything on the screen of the no, TV? it's a blank screen. So I'm trying the to... The Ruskies are spying on you. You've been hacked. I'm trying to turn it off. You know, I'm hitting the off button, and it's not going off. And then I hit the button. I close all of my apps. Right. You could close anything that's up. So there was a couple things that were open that my kid was playing on and whatnot. Everything is closed on it, and the music is still going and, like, getting louder and louder. So we both freak out. We end up unplugging the whole television, and finally it shuts off. And uh, for like three straight weeks, when we when one of us would wake up to go to the bathroom, we would be like, you got to come with me. Even me, man. And I love horror movies. I don't believe in any of that stuff. I'm always like junk. I don't believe in you. So you know. something was singing. Have you looked up that song to see if you could find it anywhere? We, we were trying to like remember the exact words, and uh, we couldn't. And so then what's even crazier is, I, so then I'm really freaking out, you know, mm-hmm, like I'm mm-hmm. scared. 
I've I told everybody at the radio station this about like it. It's like Amityville. It was Amityville yes. horror. Something wasn't weird stuff going no, on with their Poltergeist with the TV. The TV. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I kept thinking, and all I could think about when I think of that movie is that Holy. stupid clown under the bed too. Right. So, so I called I called the Directv and AT and T, and they're like, "We've never heard of that ever." They're like, "You know what? Maybe somebody in your building, because I live in an apartment, you were on their Wi-Fi or something." Nope, because we have it locked, like protected, so that can't happen. I pay extra. Hmm. So I really have no idea what happened there, but um yeah. How long have a you lived line, in line? How long have you lived in this house? Um, for a couple months. Did you check the history? Did anybody die in I this house? I tried to check the history. Actually, this might be my wife. Let me take this phone. Yeah. This might okay, be right, it, we this. got a we got a call on the hotline, which is rare. That somebody I calls mean, the when hotline. you get when we get a call on the hotline, that's, it's, it's either the president or poltergeist or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it, speak, I got kind of creeped speak, out with that story. Speaking right there. about, I I've got a true one where I I was visited okay. by my grandmother. I'll tell it after the break though. But I I mean, without a doubt, my Joel, wife will tell me. I want you to squeeze your teddy is, bear real uh, tight, buddy. This one is is. Totally real, totally weird. I mean, and it really happened. My wife can back me up on this. Was, yeah, this was a strange one, but we'll have to wait till after the break. And we're going to see, is that is that your wife calling? No? The Bill Michaels. No, unfortunately, <laughs> it's uh, some technical guys for the, for the next show. They're going to be on a remote. So oh, it wasn't, okay. but, but I thought it might be her. But yeah, so I don't okay. I don't know what the heck happened there. But wow. um, That is, yeah. and, and, and what are the lyrics of it again? It was like... Rest peacefully, and it was a woman singing like in the most Rest peaceful. It was it was like church music. Yeah. Like, have you ever heard the song like Eagles Wings? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like that. Rest yeah. Kind of reminded me of that. A bit. So you can't All find seven nine nine twelve fifty. If anybody knows what song that may have been, <laughs> or if know, anybody has like a similar story, one hundred thousand listeners well, gonna, listening to us right now. Yeah, when we, if someone has to know this song. Yeah. When we come back from this break, I'm going to tell you something that really happened, really, really true. It will raise the hair on your arms. Apples. I thought we were just going to tell a few fishing yeah. weird stories, but this one we, is a real yeah, one. We're on in one of our tangents tell again. You when, tell you when, when we come stay back. Tuned. So stay tuned for more with Danny Bush, Me Time. Let me gear up and put on my headphones. Yeah, there you go. Do your radio business. Do your radio business there, Danny. Yeah. We hot? Yeah. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. 799-1250 is the number. And as usual, the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. All hunting. All fishing. <laughs> all scary ghost stories. <laughs> all the time. You know, Tom, you know what... What other show would they rather be listening to on a Saturday? Do they want to hear someone talk about their 401k? <laughs> right? Well, I think this is a really wise investment right now. <laughs> Boring Saturday morning radio, yeah. but not us. Not us. Not you. Well, we'll, not this guy. We'll take this phone call first. It's what our buddy got? Dennis up north. Yeah. Oh, hey, Dennis, Dennis Rice, our Rice. Boulder okay. Junction hey, we'll connection. Get a little fishing in here. With, Good uh, morning, guys. How are you? Good Doing morning, good. Dennis. Haven't talked to you in a while. I know it. I, I, Neil was Neil was just up here, one of the contest winners with his wife, and they had a good time up here this last weekend. And and uh, he says, "Hey, you got to call the radio show. They want you to call in." So yeah, because right. uh, yeah, he called us this morning. He got a five pound. He said he got a twenty inch five pound smallie, so that's pretty good. He didn't yeah. get it. His, his wife, wife got it. his wife did. Yeah. 
Did he say his oh, wife yeah, got it? Yeah, his wife did. Oh. So what's it like up there in what's God's up, country? What's the Up North report? The Up North report is fantastic. Fishing has been very good. Uh, walleye action has been excellent, and muskie action, I know they're getting a lot of fish right now, and they're enjoying good muskie action. In fact, we were kept fishing for walleyes a week ago, and, and I told Pete, the guy in the boat with me, I said, hey, we're going to need a net for this walleye, and he said, wait till you see what's behind it. And uh, we brought this fish up alongside the boat, and it was a big muskie. I'm going to say at least 45 inches, but I, it's, it's hard to tell in the water. But a real fat fish. And I figure-aided the walleye at least twice. You figure-aided the walleye. <laughs> I figure-aided the walleye at least twice, and the muskie uh, followed it. But there was there was three of us in the boat, and we're all standing up watching this. And I think we spooked the fish, and it took off. But uh, the walleye probably was saying to himself, get me the hell out of this water. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> wow, wow. But water temperature is 77 to 80 degrees the last weekend. It's cooled down a little bit. But uh, uh, bass action has been excellent, uh, small and largemouth bass. Uh, and walleye and walleye's been good. You, and we're getting, still getting walleyes in 7 to 8 to 12 feet of water. It's, it's off of weed beds or weed mm-hmm. edges. So, uh, and walleye action has been pretty good, but if you guys go out fishing or if anybody comes up here, take ice and put it in your live well so you keep the fish cold. So, That's but, a good uh, idea. Weather, weather's been dry. We finally got some rain yesterday, about an inch of rain. It was a good soaker, and, and uh, it's supposed to clear up now, and we'll have another nice week coming up here. So if somebody wants to come up fishing or bike trail or ride bike riding or whatever, there's lots to do up here. All righty. Hey, Dennis, Sounds great. Dennis, we were talking on the show last week about fishing at night for walleyes and stuff. Do you, how is that? Anybody do that up there? They they do not as much as they used to. They would drag um, uh, lures uh, off the rock bars at night, just troll them easy or, or roll troll-like, and, and the fish come up on the rock bars to, to uh, eat, of course, and, of course, they'll get these surface baits. We used to use uh, um, uh, lighted bobbers. I forget what you call them, but uh, you throw them out there with a with a chub or a, a, a red tail or something, and let them swim around. And that was always pretty good action. But at night, uh, people, the mosquitoes are out. And, you, know, you gotta you gotta endure a few more things of the activity out in the water. You have to worry about some of the bugs and things. Yeah, but, but you can catch them during the day, right? Yeah, yeah we, of course. Luckily, we can catch them during the day. So, yeah. so it's a young man's thing to go out there yeah. at night. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's late at night, and by the time you get in, clean the fish and eat something, it's a, it's a long day. But um, uh, when you're younger, I guess you can go out night and fish. And then when you're up here on vacation, if you're up here for fishing, that's what you want to do anyway. Gotcha. So, yeah. yeah. All right, so, Dennis. Well, thank thanks for calling us. Thanks for the yep, report, buddy. We'll keep in touch with you guys. Have a good one. Okay, right, you too, Dennis. You. Okay, bye now. All right. right, I got this story for you. Okay, here we go. Here Hit comes the music. Uh, the X file. You still got the X files? He's up? got it. He's he says he, Ryan's yeah. got everything under control. Yeah, he does. Okay. He's Ready? a little. Shook. He's a little shook up from telling us his weird okay. singing here woman on his t- coming. Uh, some weird woman singing from his TV. I can't even watch horror movies anymore. That's my favorite genre. And like a good one came out, like yeah. a really good one in the theater, but it looks pretty intense. And I can't uh, even go see it now, man. Turn it's it ruined. down just a little bit. Okay. okay. Take you, it away, you, Tom. Uh, speaking of something that's really spooky, did you see the movie It by Steven Spielberg? Yeah, both now, of them. The, okay, the, the the best part of the whole movie, the scariest part is in the beginning when that clown, what's it, Pennywise? Pennywise. Is in the sewer. Mm-hmm. 
That's the weirdest part of that whole movie. That'll... The first part of the movie, right? Yeah. Oh. Did you see the new one? Yeah, that's the new one. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about that. That yeah. was like, jeez, oh, I don't want to watch her anymore. But the rest of the movie was like downhill from that. It's kind of like a comedy almost. It is kind of. It's like of, a coming-of-age tale. But that clown, Pennywise, in the sewer, right in the beginning of your movie, that'll freak I you out. I hate clowns that'll in freak sewers. You out. Okay, here we go. Go. I was newly married a couple years. My wife and I are sleeping in bed. The bathroom was just outside the bedroom door. And in the middle of the night, I wake up hearing, shh, shh, shh. I wake up and I say to my wife, I wake her up. I said, did you hear that? She said, no, go to sleep. You're dreaming. A little while later, I hear, shh, shh, shh. I wake her up. Did you hear that? No, quit bothering me. You know, slaps me one, quit bothering me. Just a couple minutes later, shh. And I, I said, Did, yes, I heard that, she said. She says, it must be from outside. I said, I don't think so. So now we're both laying there with our eyes open. Listening for it. And we hear it again. Shh. Just like Shh. someone going, shh. No, it sounds like, and this is really weird. This is one okay. of the things I remember from my grandmother. She would wear these slippers, and when she'd walk, she'd slide her feet. Shh. Shh. You know, her feet really? would slide. Okay. Yeah, I remember that about my grandmother. So... So I said, well, it sounds like it's coming from the kitchen, you know, and then we hear it again. Shh, shh, shh. And I said, come on, let's go look. So the bathroom, like I said, is right, bathroom door is just outside the bedroom door. So I put my wife in front of me. I say, go turn on the bathroom light. <laughs> I swear to God, I get her oh, yeah. in front of me. Go. She says, no, you go turn it. I said, no, 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 you go, you go, you go. So <laughs> she had more guts than me. Yeah. So she turns oh, on the bathroom light. Right? Yeah. And we're looking around, and we don't hear anything now, and we're looking around, and we, go in, the we go in the kitchen, we turn on the kitchen light, and there on the floor, and my wife is a meticulous housekeeper, okay? Right. She still is. Right. There's sand. What? In, there's sand on the kitchen floor. Oh, my God. And just what you would hear, hear if somebody were in slippers sliding their feet shh, shh, over the sand here. And we and, and I said, did, did you put that there? And she said, no, you must have done that when you were hunting or whatever, because I used to hunt a lot. Come in with you, it on your boots. Yeah, and I said, no, I didn't go hunting today. It's during the week. You know, that's... She swept the floor. And there was nothing on the floor when we went to bed. And there so was sand. The hackles it was are, like, the like, hackles well, not are so much, up on my neck. Yeah, not so much. It was like a sand-dirt mix, like, you know, kind of like that you would find in a graveyard. And then that morning, I'm going to work. I worked okay. at Bucyra Siri yep. in South Milwaukee. I'm going down Appleton Avenue, just past, there's a cemetery there that you got to drive by. Now, I've driven by this cemetery for years, right? And there's a couple of gates there, but they're never open. Nobody op has gates open on the side of Appleton Avenue on a cemetery. No. They're, like, grown over with weeds and that. As I'm going by, guess what? The gate is open. Guess where my grandma's buried? In that cemetery. And the gate's wide open. That was weird. I'm and I had to call my wife right away. No, I didn't call. I called her when I got to work because we didn't have cell phones then. When I got to work, I had to call her. You sent her a, a smoke a signal? <laughs> it, was, it was very eerie. And and a weird thing is, I'm talking to my mom, telling her about it, like the next day. Yeah. She says, your brother Larry... Was 
got home from a night out or whatever, and sitting on the edge, he woke up, and sitting on the edge of his bed was our grandma from my dad's side of the family. She's sitting on the end of his bed wearing a black outfit with a black veil, and he thought, well, I'm still drunk. <laughs> you know, I'm still. One of the good I'm things still, about drinking is yeah. when weird stuff like that happens, you can, you know, you can just yeah. rationalize it away when yeah. you're not scared because you know so, you're still exactly. messed up. So he says, I, I must still be drunk. This ain't real. And he sticks out his hand to touch her on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And his hand like goes into the shoulder like, but there's nothing there. So he, he kind of like closes his eyes, shakes his head. Turns away, gets up, goes to the bathroom, puts water on his face, whatever, comes back, there's nothing there. But his hand, his left hand that he stuck out and put in her shoulder is ice cold. He goes to my mom the next day to tell now, her. Did this happen his, the same night it that was, you heard the I, sh- sh- It was, yeah, it must have been. It must have been the same night. and Because it was the next day I talked to my mom, and he had seen her earlier than when I came over to see her. And sure, she said he came over and he said, Mom, feel my two hands. And the one hand was really cold. She says, what, what, why is that hand so cold? And then he told her the story. And it stayed like that for the rest of the day, and then eventually it went away. Holy I don't know. Cow. I don't know. It's like weird. Grandma was, Grandma was, Grandma was out in visiting. She's, uh, yeah, tooling around the earth doing something. But anyway. Oh now, when God. we come back, Danny, we got to get back to fishing. I want to talk about buzz baits. I got a tip. I got a. They kind of like the ghost stories, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I, <know. laughs> I got a tip that will guarantee you more fish on buzzbaits, guaranteed. And buzzbaits are good to use at times. You know, you not got to know what lures to use, when and where, and whatever. But there's a tip on how you can catch more fish on buzzbaits. Actually, two tips. So we'll tell we'll tell the audience about that when we get back. I got right? a shadow story though. I got to. And tell. then he's got it a shadow story. It involves deer hunting though. Okay, there we go. We'll be right back with more folks on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. 799-1250 is the phone number. We'll be right back with more. This is one of my favorite Petty songs. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to turn on your mic. Your, your mic ain't on. Yes, it is. No, now it is. It was on. No, it wasn't. I, know it. I don't turn the mic on. Ryan does that. Oh, I turn my mic on. I turn mine huh? on. See, I, when it's on red, that means it's on. When it's on yellow. That's because you're a control or when freak. when it's eh? off. I just let Ryan on. run everything yeah. for me. Well, right, Ryan? Right. He, he usually turns it on right away when the music starts. And uh, I let you know, though. I say Mike's yeah, on. Yeah, Mike's on. Mike's on. And then if you see the little so red light, it's on. You got to do says, that in this book. Mike's on. So <laughs> nobody Mike's says on. anything stupid. One time I or actually. Or gets in trouble for it seven years later. <laughs> I told Bill Michaels, Mike's on one time with my mic on. Yeah. So I was like, Mike's on. I went over there and. We just stared at each other and kind of laughed. <laughs> well, anyway, you want to catch more fish with buzzbait? This is easy. Number one, if you're using a standard buzzbait that's got a skirt, put a trailer hook on it. The trailer hook, what is that? That's just another hook with a larger eye that fits over the main hook of the buzzbait. 
And then you got to put a little stopper on there so it doesn't fall off, a little piece of rubber band or something. But putting a trailer hook on a buzzbait will ensure that you'll catch more fish because you'll catch a number of those fish just on that trailer Don't hook. Don't they sell like little shrink wrap type thing, little black stuff yeah, that but you can put? You don't want to use that. No? You, you, don't, you don't want the trailer hook stuck in one position because it could be off to the side. You want a free-flowing trailer hook, free-flowing. So It'll always be behind the bait then instead of off to one side or the other. You're saying a rubber band or something? Or if just... you just cut a little piece off of a thick rubber band and just stick just that over it the, on there. And just put it oh, on the main I hook. I used to do that for suckers. Right, yeah, so that the main hook doesn't fall I use fall a little off. piece of rubber I mean once I trailer hook. put the hook into right. the sucker. Yeah. I push that through exactly. and that would keep it from coming back and yep. out. Exactly. That's all you got to do. And then the other thing is... Taking off that skirt, okay, because all buzzbaits come with some type of skirt, and putting on one of those, uh, you've seen them, they're plastic frogs. They, like, imitate frogs, but there's no hooks in them or anything. It's just a big plastic frog, with, and the tail's got, like, you know, like a paddle tail mm-hmm. uh, that's on some of the swim baits. You know, you got that paddle tail on the back. Well, the two legs come out to, like, a paddle tail. So it's uh, it looks it's a frog. A plastic frog with two paddle tail legs, and that puts up a, a you know looks different in the so water. You put looks that good. on the back of your buzz bait. Then. Yeah, instead of the skirt, you take the skirt off, put the frog on. But the main thing, no matter what buzz bait you're using, whether it's got a frog on the back, a paddle tail on the back, or a skirt on the back, you got to put a trailer hook on the back. Gotta have that trailer, just like with spinner baits. Gotta have that trailer hook. And one of the top tips that you gave, uh, as far as fishing with frog frogs, is bend the hooks out. A little bit. Just a little bit, because yeah. you still want it to be weedless. Still but want if the it. hooks are turned upward anyway, that's pretty much well, over the top of the weeds. Je- yes, Unless you're exactly. in a lot of grass. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'll tell you, and most, most anglers will tell you when they're using frogs, they, they catch maybe one or two out of every ten hits, you know, because one of the biggest mistakes people make when they're fishing the slop, and especially using a topwater bait like a frog in the slop, as soon as that fish hits, they're setting the hook. Yeah. You don't set the hook until the line tightens. And it, sometimes it takes two seconds. You know, I mean, you got to feel the fish first because a lot of times they bust on that frog and they miss it. But they'll eventually grab it. You know, or, or they grab it, they got it by the leg, and now they need another chomp to get it in their mouth. I have heard that when a, there's a, a bait... Uh, lure or a little animal critter on top of the water that be due to the positioning of the eyes on either side of a fish's head that when they open their mouth to come on up and grab it there's a blind spot especially that, true with that, muskies that, and pike that they and they tend yeah. they so so they got to make sure they got really good lock yep because if not they miss it yep and that's why muskies miss so many baits sometimes, you know. They'll, they'll pop on a, or pike too, but especially muskies like on a topwater bait or something, you know. And there's a big bam, you know, and the bait goes flying. <laughs> you know, they missed it. It is like, God, darn it, they missed it. Darn it. How can they miss it? They can miss it real easily. Kind of like back in my drinking days when I'd pick up the Chinese food to go and I'd have the little plastic fork full of rice. And when I'd go to open my mouth, <laughs> all of a sudden I'd miss it. And it's on your shirt. <laughs> In the chest hairs and on the couch, in between the cushions, but I'd eventually vacuum yeah. it out about a year later. Yeah. But fish can miss baits, yeah, without a doubt. Even though they're very fast and very quick and you can't outreel a fish, you know, 
you can't reel so fast that they can't get it. But, oh, another tip with buzzbaits is you don't have, you know, the, the term buzzbait implies that you're really buzzing it in fast. No, 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 no. You reel it fast enough so it stays on top of the water making that buzzing action, you know, with the blade. Just fast enough so it's staying on top. You, if you're, you don't want to go real fast with it. Just fast enough so it's staying on top. Just, you're, basically, you're just making it easier for the fish to grab it. Gotcha. And, and by using a buzzbait, yeah, you're going to catch bass with it, but pike hit them, uh, muskies hit them, you know, and I'm sure if a walleye was given a chance, it would hit one too. <laughs> moving, moving from yeah. inland fishing, salmonorama is going on right now, I believe. Mm-hmm. I believe it wraps it? up tomorrow, I think. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if my internet were working, I, they normally have a ongoing online. You can look at the leaderboard and yeah. see what's going on, but my internet hasn't been working. But oh. I'm just curious to see what size... They normally get some big, uh, some big trout, huge trout. Yeah, and this huge year, salmon. They got different divisions. They used to give a truck away, but now they don't do that anymore. No. I think. The, and this think year, cash. we're talking about the, a lot of guys are talking about catching some really big king salmon. Yeah, they're year. getting thirty pounders again. Yeah, out there on the uh, on the big pond. And mm-hmm. uh, we talked to Captain Jason of Real Sensations. Mm-hmm. We talked to Sean Gillis of Fish mm-hmm. Addictions, and yeah. Um, so a lot of good good fishing going on. Uh, reports from up north, um, the east side of Green Bay, uh, walleye fishermen going out from uh, fishing out of Swamico and up the Bay Area. Most of the reports that I read uh, per the DNR website is boats are reporting catching maybe two, three, wa- you know, some walleye. Doesn't sound real great. Doing better up the west, or excuse me, that was the west shore. Doing better up the east shore towards Shooter's Dock. Mm-hmm. They've, there I heard about, you know, maybe people getting a half dozen walleyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sturgeon, Sturgeon Bay, uh, by the uh, uh, quarry, I believe, there was still some decent smallies being caught. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I was uh, talking, uh, I was over at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop on beautiful Pewaukee Lake. And uh, there was a guy telling uh, Mark, and, Mark Sankey and me, about uh, he was fishing on the west side off, I forget, off of what launch area. Anyway, and he says, yeah, and I, he caught a 48-inch muskie. And I said, oh, that's a that's a darn nice fish. He said, well, up there in the Bay of Green Bay, it's like, eh, it's okay. You know, because you're expecting right. those 52s and 54s, oh, yeah. you know. So he says, yeah, down here, 48-inch is a darn nice fish, but on the bay, yeah, that's a it's a good one. It's all right. <laughs> you know, it, was, it was like he, it wasn't a big deal to him, you know. A lot of big fish. In fact, I uh, think it was Mark that I was talking to, and he spent a couple days up there musky yeah, fishing. I guess he had one follow. Yeah, he, he had yeah. a tough time. Tough time. A tough time. I mean, it's uh, a lot of big fish there, but you again, right place, big, right time. And you got to yeah. be if you live up there, and you're like those guides up there that they're out there every day putting the time in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I figure in two years that's my plan. Yeah. I'm going to head to the Bay of Green Bay and yeah. and I'll be retired and go up yeah. there and hit it hard. Well, that is a big body of water, so it takes a little time. When and you're our friend Dennis Radloff yeah. had it broke down. He oh, gave he us did. good advice he years did. ago. He says, "Don't get intimidated. Break it down just like you would a smaller lake and yep. look what spots do you think might be good." Yeah, um, yeah, he was excellent up there. And, yeah, uh, there's still people who would love to hire him. To learn it better, but you know Dennis doesn't do that anymore. So yeah, maybe he'll come out of retirement. He talked about fishing with me up there sometimes. Yeah. So maybe someday we'll actually 
make that happen. A um, couple things going on here as well. Uh, if you go to the DNR website and go to go go to uh, Google the DNR website and search and uh, type in Get Outdoors, yeah. there's a lot of family-friendly activities that they have going on all over the place. For example, I believe uh, today, Devil's Lake, they got some dance to the big band going on. Uh, they've got Shakespeare in the Park um, that's going on uh, in, let's see, uh, Lake Caganza Sunday. They got some kind of, so there's all kinds of activities at, at our local uh, uh, parks and so forth or state parks and mm-hmm. great activities going on. So if I had a family, it'd be no problem finding something to do other than just hunting and fishing. Yeah, we're just, we'll go uh, check out a little bit of that uh, Shakespeare. Shakespeare in the park. Hey, maybe I can... <laughs> Maybe we can get a part in that, Tom. Yeah. yeah. I'll be like, uh, I don't know. You can be a fairy. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Wasn't Shakespeare big on fairies? Yeah, well, well, a lot of people died in his place. A lot of people died. There was people dropping off every second. My favorite one was, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of it. It was, uh, it was where the term a pound of flesh came into play. Uh, Merchant of Venice. Yeah. Uh, Merchant? The only one I remember, Midsummer Night's Dream. Dream. Yeah. Well, in The Merchant of Venice, this guy, he made Which a one bet. one was the one with ghosts? Hey, he what? made a bet with another guy, and he said, and if you don't, you know, if this doesn't work, you owe me a pound of your flesh. And the guy went, yeah, right, whatever. Okay, fine, we'll make this bet. Well, when it came time to pay up, the guy said, okay, I want it. Want what? A pound of your flesh. Here's a knife. Cut some off. I want a pound of your flesh. This show's getting creepier and <laughs> yeah. creepier all the time. Yeah, I think we got to go to break. Let's go to a break. Oh, I got a shadow creepy story when we come back. Okay, and uh, and we'll give you a pound of flesh when you come back. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. What do you got, Tom? Uh, we got one last email before I shut it down. Shut her this down. is from Ron, our advertising manager. He says, hi, guys. Heading home from Lake of the Woods Saturday morning. Musky fishing was decent. Partner and I have 13 muskies up to 51 inches. Most were in the mid-40s. The pike are crazy. We probably caught 30 pike, mostly 30 to 40 inches. Talk later, so Ron will give us a full report when he gets back into town. So, anyway, good for you. Now, Janie, you got a you got a story? Yeah, uh, talking you're talking about how you saw that shadow in the lake. Oh the yeah, ghost. Okay, years ago I went up deer hunting with a guy who uh, <laughs> he used to uh, drink a lot, way too much, in fact. Anyway, we were up in his place up north there, and he went out into the garage. Mm-hmm. And it was like a home, but it was in the country, in prime deer country. And, they, and he's in the garage, and he yells, Dan, Dan, come on out. And I run on out, and he's staring out the back garage window. And the light's on in the garage, and he goes, there's a deer outside. He said, there's two of them now. So I'm staring and staring and staring. And then 
I'm thinking, what in the world is he talking about? So I moved my head to the left a little bit, and I said, did one just move? He goes, yeah. I said, Pat, you are looking at shadows of our heads. <laughs> and he just, he just turned and looked at me and goes, oh. I said, have another beer, yeah. buddy. And yeah, I walked those, back in the house. Those shadows can fool you sometimes. He's looking at the yeah. shadow of his head. <laughs> hey, did, you know, uh, we I almost a, put my uh, fingers up behind my head. Oh, and, yeah, you should have. Look, it's a buck. <laughs> I could have I got him to grab a rifle. He probably would have sent a round right into his shadow. Uh, we had a call earlier. Ryan said the guy couldn't stay on the line because he had to get into work. But he wanted to know the difference between bass rods and walleye rods. There is uh, bass rods will catch walleyes, walleye rods will catch bass. They just come in different actions for what you're throwing and what type of line you're using. You know? One thing for sure, fishing rods will catch fish. Now <laughs> he's a genius, eh? <laughs> That's why he's on the show, Ryan. Now, now here's here's the thing. Um, nowadays, rods have, and he asks a good question. Uh, rods have uh, gotten a lot more. Sophisticated? Sophisticated. That's a good yeah. word, Tom. Thanks. Okay. Um, they've got fast action. They've got uh, extra fast. There's, uh, the, the, then there's medium, heavy, all, all ranked. Uh, if you go online, uh, Fenwick, I like to go to their website. They've got a series of rods listed by species. And uh, the only one it looks like Fenwick, Fenwick's getting out of now is the musky rods. I Last yeah. time I was on their website, I, maybe they're getting, maybe there's not the money in the Big heavy rods, or, but um, yeah. Now I, in it, fact, do use a two-piece walleye rod for smallmouth fishing. Mm-hmm. It's not quite as fast action as a bass action. I got a bass-specific mm-hmm. uh, Fenwick rod, which I use as a jerkbait rod. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still works. It's it, yeah. it's it still works pretty good. What my my so-called walleye rod I use for like Kelly worms. Uh, and the worm, okay, because mm-hmm. I because I, I, I use like eight pound test on that, and I want to cast it a little further, you know. So I mean, but and it's a faster action tip, get a little bit more whip, gets it out a little further. But really, uh, you know, if you get a, a let's say a medium light bass rod, that can be used for walleye fishing. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't really matter. I like to use a little bit heavier rod from bass fishing, though. I guess I know? would. Would you recommend maybe, especially like you want the sensitivity. So graphite, you got a lot better feel. Oh, yeah. And with yeah. the braid now, you got a lot better yeah. feel yeah. Uh, than the old fiberglass and mono right. oh, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking probably something medium. If you got like a medium action rod, fast action rod. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that, a, and that means the tip. The tip yeah, is a fast yeah. action. Graphite yeah. rod, about seven foot long. You could work for both bass and yeah. and walleyes. You'd probably yep. have some, all you need. Yeah, you get them all. As a matter of fact, even medium light actions that take up to let's say ten or twelve pound test, or let's say up to ten, you can use that for bass and walleye. But the medium actions usually can use a little bit heavier line, you know, and uh, and which I I'll use a little bit heavier line, like if right. I in a heavier, a stiffer rod if I'm throwing spinner baits, buzz baits, something jigging uh, uh jigging pigs or. Uh, uh, plastic worms. Yeah, I'm using a little bit heavier rod. For the the trend in all rods, I guess maybe you'd agree, Tom, has been to go towards longer rods. A lot of people it's are doing that. Yeah, started with the musky world. I mean, you got people going with tiger shark yeah. uh, rods. Oh, well, we've always used uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, 
like you know six and a half foot, seven foot rods for bass. Those about and for walleye. Those have always been around. I've, I've even heard, uh, like if you're fishing on a real clear, like the Bay of Green Bay, and you're throwing grubs or tubes or stuff for bass, smallmouth up there in that crystal clear water, that you want to launch long casts yeah. to not spook them. Yeah. I, even longer, seven and a half foot rods, I think, uh, recommended. So even longer and longer rods mm-hmm. have, you know, seem to be kind of in style. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you can't catch fish on a shorter rod. I mean, I remember years ago... The pistol grip handles, you don't see many. You don't see those around, except for like little push-button rods and reels, you know, the push-button spin-cast reels. Pistol grip handles years ago were a big thing. A five-and-a-half-foot rod with a pistol grip handle, those things were they were hard to use. <laughs> pistol grip? You mean with the thing underneath? Yeah. It, had well, like, it ca- only had a little, for bait casters, yeah, and it only had a small handle that your hand could just fit around. I mean, the the longer two-handed handles, straight handles, those are much easier to use. Oh, I see what the you're saying. The pistol grip only had a handle. Oh, I remember. Four yeah, inches. my my dad had one a little. He had a, a metal rod. It was like an old steel yeah. kind of a rod. Well, I had some St. Croix's that had the little pistol grip handle that was only like the handle was only like four inches. Do you remember long. the old, old rods that some of them would come apart right at the yep. at the grip? Yep. Well, the Schwarzon. I told you I got that Schwarzonker. <laughs> Heavy yeah, duty sure. rod from Sweden. <laughs> yeah, Schwartz it's, it's a real cool big black heavy duty yeah, rod. I, yeah. I went out and chucked some pounder bulldogs with it. Works mm-hmm. good. And it breaks down. It's a two piece, but it breaks down by the handle. Right, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't break down in the middle. Yeah. Most of the two piece rods break down in the middle. The Schwarzonker breaks down at the handle. I'd recommend that rod. You can go to their website if you're looking yeah. for a big heavy duty rod at mm-hmm. a reasonable price. You know, I I was told I I still have this old musky rod at home. You you got to give us some signs because I don't have a clock yet. Uh, one. Oh, I'll that t- means one I'll minute. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you about it next week about and, some of these and, old and musky rods. Now next week we will continue with our ghost series oh, stories. Please no. I've got another <laughs> ghost story. I've got two ghost stories oh, I believe no. to tell you oh, next geez. week. So. <laughs> Yeah. Strap on your this is put what, on your boots. Strap on your chin strap, soldiers. This isn't just the Midwestern Shooters Place Cutting Edge Outdoors. This is west of the be Mississippi. Ready to be a scared. This is east of the Mississippi. Very, very <laughs> a scared. That's all I got. To all the listeners, thanks for listening, and God bless and stay free, everyone. Are we done? You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Talk to you all next week, my friends. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.